Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Off the Rose podcast. I'm your host, Gregory, and today with me, once again, I have my co-host, Rem. Hello. My co-host, Ben. Hey. And for the first time ever, my good Brazilian friend, Sam Samuel Jackson. Yeah, hey. Yeah. He's not the actual uh, Samuel, Jackson, uh, Samuel Jackson guy, so, uh, but he, he is potentially better because he is Brazilian. Yep. Um, <laughs> Okay, so uh, let's just go off and, and say that if uh, Ben does not take his, uh, if Ben does not put his phone away, <laughs> I'm gonna shatter his uh, both of his glasses screens and his actual screen at the same time. That's hot. Don't worry, I'll do it for you. Yeah, same as my same as my a bodyguard Ben. So if you mess around on this podcast, he will take care of you. Ooh. Not in the way that you Ooh. like, though. He's also taken, so, I'm you know. Just kidding, I'm just kidding. Um, Damn, you're just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, he does have, you know, we are Brazilian, so we do have the Brazilian charm, Ben. So I would, you know, I, I would be really careful with your heart in this episode. My heart. <laughs> I torture me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, I, I, I don't think I have to worry about uh, about Ben's brain at least. <laughs> <laughs> it's already gone. Gone down the drain. It's already, gone, yeah, it's already been taken care of. So, uh, Samuel, welcome to the podcast. Is there anything, any subject that you feel like you have a strong opinion on, or something that you would like to talk about? I know this is a bit like on the spot, but anything, anything. We cannot talk about it. Well, I don't know if you guys actually talked about it. We actually did talk about this um, when we first met up about hot takes that we have. Oh, yeah. Why don't we go around at the table, maybe do like this quick uh, quick little bit, and we're all going to have to give hot takes. Yeah. And the hottest, craziest take, like the one that gets the most reactions, we talk about. That's actually right. a good idea. Yeah, that, okay. that, that sounds good. Who would like to start? Actually, Ben, please do the honor. <laughs> of course, Ben. Mr. Fitness is not healthy guy. Go ahead. Boiling water is very hot when you dump it on yourself. <laughs> I mean, it is a take, and technically it is hot, so, you know. <laughs> oh, okay. My hot take, I don't think we've discussed this yet. I don't believe in emotions as separate things with clear-cut lines between them. I think there is only emotion as a spectrum. And any labels we throw on uh, specific parts of that spectrum are more or less arbitrary. Explain what you mean. I mean, I don't think there, at least not with current scientific understanding of the human brain, I don't think we can clearly define, you know, this is happiness and this is what makes it different from sadness it's more of uh just the labels we give to things the social uh constructs so to speak the how we view them hmm. and you know what makes something an emotion anyway how come music isn't an emotion or i think music is an emotion well <laughs> friend gives the hottest takes when all the people are fucking <laughs> Uh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Music is an emotion. That is definitely a take. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I don't think that's any part. less valid. I don't think saying music is an emotion is any less valid than saying happiness or sadness is an emotion. But would you say that in, in like, uh, 
like an emotion would be something that a human experiences in terms of like emotion is what I is I, I don't believe in emotions as separate clearly defined things i, I don't it, it, it's more like a fluid thing kind yeah of. i mean to, to an extent yeah to, to an extent so you can like say to an extent you can say like i'm feeling anger and other people won't interpret that as okay this person's happy but to an extent i don't think we can really clearly define the differences between Oh, you know, like, happiness, nostalgia, melancholy, sadness, yeah. joy, amusement, like Shush. what makes each of those clear, separate things and the borders kind of fade, the more specific you try to be. I, so I don't think. So, so you're saying that in terms of like diagnosing one from the other, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's more like a personal bias in a way in terms yes. of the difference. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like what so I describe as thing, just I believe that emotion is a thing. I don't believe in emotions as separate and clearly defined things. I, for instance, I might describe how I'm feeling one way and you might feel the same thing and describe it a different way or you might use the same label that I'm using to describe how I'm feeling but what you're feeling is different. Hmm. That That's an interesting take. I honestly don't, don't know because like when you were saying about like emotion itself being a spectrum, like that that made sense because like um, you know like you can be really happy or you could be like less happy and you could just say oh I'm happy. But in terms of like being up to interpretation, like depending on the kind of person, I'm not really sure about that specifically. Um, yeah, but um, I mean it could kind of be up to interpretation. Honestly, I'm not sure but really i think it's really hard to like say like what the other person is feeling because you're not actually oh of course and that's that's time. kind of the point too is so if you're like part of the human like emotion is a thing but the human everyone experiences certain things differently so there's no yeah it's not that the, necessarily there isn't there's not a, a label is that there's no way to label things exactly with billions of people experiencing different things in different ways yeah, what I'm saying is what one person describes as, you know, happiness or love or sadness or melancholy, it may not be, they may not even be feeling the same thing as when another person describes what they're feeling right. with that label. And someone else might be feeling the same thing as them, but use a different label to describe it. Hmm. Kind of like how the, the physical symptoms, if you will, of, uh, of excitement and nervousness are pretty much like the exact same. How do you mean? Because apparently like the difference between like you being nervous about something or excited about something like, you know, like the physical symptoms like, uh, like sweaty palms, increased heart rate. Like it's, I think I, I either read it or I watched a couple of videos multiple times talking about like the difference be between the two is the human take on whatever is going on. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's exactly the sort of point I'm trying to get at. Even, you know, even the same physiological processes we might perceive in a different way and therefore interpret it uh, Different. differently. Yeah, differently. even if it's the same physiological things going on in two different people's minds and bodies, they might perceive it different ways or describe it different ways.
Mm. And even then, there will be subtle differences too. It's not like they're feeling exactly the same thing. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. I now that you, you explained it, I would be inclined to agree. Yeah, I, I'd have to give a little bit more thought into that, but I, I think what you're saying does make a little bit of sense. Yeah. Okay. Your hot takes, yeah. All right, my hot take. So I've actually dis- discovered recently that my hot takes aren't really hot takes. <laughs> yeah, They're so more- we discovered that last week when, um, when I first met you and you were talking about hot takes and your hot takes were like, I like the color red. <laughs> I actually don't. I like the color blue. Um, but, but, but no, one of my, one of my, what, wait, what, what did he say? Feeling blue. We're talking about colors and the zoo is like, I like the rainbow. That's seven colors. It's only three to Ben. Amazing addition as always. Yeah, it's only three to Ben. Yeah, the rainbow is only three colors to Ben. Wait, really? Oh wait, you're colorblind? I am. Oh dang. Wait, wait. I didn't know that. Wait, so so does that mean that you see like two two colors and like different lines? No, I get I get mixed up with different shades and brightnesses. Yeah. So you cannot see certain colors. Yes. Yeah. So so what do you see instead? Um so no, I see color, but I see wrong color. Yeah. So like to him it's normal, but to us it like, it'd be like that wall looks like a green. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean it, it is green, yeah, but like, like orange or green. I, I like how. I like how <laughs> but it's like this wall looks orange or green. To define this color blind, I see points at a color that we all agree on. <laughs> no, 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 no. But let me hear me out though. It's also dude, dude gets green. a knife, opens his own face. Like I see red. Like no, no, no. That also looks orange to me too, though. Gregory Vane's I can kind of see that. The blood and the veins in it. <laughs> yeah, but like, what color is your jacket right now? What do you see as a color of your jacket? Blue. Okay. So, because like, I know. Really <laughs> I, 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 yeah. Okay. I know that there are like different what levels. I get mixed up with green, with purple, pink, and blue in certain shades. Mm-hmm. And then I get mixed up with brown, green, and red. And sometimes red get mixed up with orange. But I can only see yellow. But you still see multiple colors. It's not just three. No, it's not like actual like 100% color blindness because like that would be just seeing everything like black and white. Yeah. But that'd be crazy. Y- yeah. D- can humans even even have color? That blindness is a certain type of color blindness. It is? It's more yeah, rare. It it's more a lot more rare than like uh, red green color blindness or yeah. Because my my cousin's kind of color blind and she only sees in like or, or, or like she can't tell the difference between red and green. I actually only discovered that like recently, mm. and uh, I think like she, uh, we were just looking at stuff, and she just said, "Oh, I can't tell these different colors," yeah. and you know it was crazy. I got really annoyed at my teacher once. Um, he gave me a black and white map, <laughs> and I'm like, "Bro, how am I supposed to identify what's on this map? It's all black and white." Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's that's less of a colorblindness problem. That's more yeah. like. Teachers just, you know, printing no. stuff. Printing. It's color coordinated. Yeah. It's color coordinated. What's the colors? Yeah. Black and make... and white. <laughs> no, there's color identity. It's like red, orange. Congratulations. Like... Um, thank you. All right. Okay, wait, uh, so, Anyways. I'm so a bit confused. Like, you only see three colors in the rainbow. So, because, okay. Red, orange, green, and blue. Shiny, yellow, purple, too. I'm just going to ignore it. <laughs> so, how many colors does a rainbow have? 
Like, okay. uh, I know that there are like red, seven. Orange, I think. Green, let's, shiny yellow, purple, two, six. Let, no, no, red, it's, orange, it's actually green, different. Green, I think it's red. Let's say seven. Yeah. Okay. Let's say four the fuck of it. Let's say seven. The pride flag only you, has you, six colors. You only see. Yeah, it's six colors in the rainbow. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you only see three colors. Yeah. So what are the other four to you? Isn't that seven or six? It, it, it just, <laughs> no, no, it just, it just, I think like, uh, for people who are colorblind, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. but it, it, it's like immortal, more or less like blends together. Yeah. You know, it does. like, so like blends together with colors that are very similar to each other. Like red and orange just blend together to him and yeah. they just seem like the same color. So he sees like a thicker line. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. Color. So like instead of red, orange, yellow, green, blue, it's red, orange. yeah, there's like, no, it's like red and orange, like they're just mixed together. Oh, okay, okay. That e makes sense. Yeah, either, either that or like one is dark, just darker, and the other is like just lighter. But he sees that as if they were like the same color. Okay. Just like one is maybe a bit darker, one is maybe a bit lighter. That makes that makes more sense than Rem just saying he sees three colors. <laughs> uh, okay, so I guess it's my turn to do a hot take. Wait, I, I no, didn't, Hank, I didn't still hot take from him. Yeah, you said that my hot take was saying that I like red, which was not even correct. Yeah, you said that your hot take's not really that hot. Yeah, so, yeah, so my, my spiciest take that I have is that, I already told you guys this one, is that I prefer milk first and then cereal. That is the coolest take. <laughs> no, no, but on, but because you, you put the milk first and then the cereal. Yes, on? yes. You're a fucking American terrorist. Then. <laughs> <laughs> no, why do you do that? Because hey, I just, it makes the cereal crunchier. I just you pour the eat milk it for a crunch. If you put the milk on, if you put the milk on first, you you start the soggyifying process quicker. That's the reason why you put milk in the cereal. Like, do you drink the milk and then eat the cereal after? <laughs> no, you. You put the milk, then you put the cereal, and you eat the cereal, and then you drink the milk. Easy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not that hard, guys. I just pour the milk and forget about the cereal. I just drink it, yeah. We're talking about cereal, not drinking just straight up milk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess the only people that can really talk it is me and Sam. Yeah. Um, so, Sam, so, okay, so, so you're saying that... That way it makes the cereal crunchier. Yes. Wouldn't it make more sense to say that it leaves the cereal to be crunchy as it naturally is without it getting soggy by pouring milk on top Yeah, it? yeah, like that. Interesting. So thank you. I still think you're fucking terrorist, but... Uh, uh, <laughs> you have to uh, try it. To, you have to try it to see. It, 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 I'm just going to taste the freaking dry, crunchy cereal and then drink the milk. Like, I might as well get a cup of, of but milk when you eat your, a bowl of cereal. When you just... eat cereal, you're still going to like get a little bit of milk, so it's not like completely like dry. So, so, you, so you like a little bit of moisture, but not too much? Not too much, oh, yeah. Moist, yeah. Moist, yeah. Just enough so that it's not so that it's not like completely dry. But, e but like even then, you still do eat dry cereal sometimes. Like sometimes I, ju I just... I just put my hand in like a box of cereal and just eat some I mean, cereal. I get, I, because I don't do that, I guess if you do that, that makes more sense. Um, but yeah, thank you for your hottest take. So yeah, that, I, that is my hottest I take. Hope you don't get canceled for, for oh, I, I will. I'm fully expecting to, um, to like be canceled for this. Sam gave us last week like 10 of his quote unquote hot takes. <laughs> which, I gave one of my hot takes and he, he looked and it, it felt like I just like, Showed him like a like a new world. <laughs> um, 
So, like, for example, like, one of my hot takes would be that, like, um... LA, this is real. <sighs> yeah, and I'm not drowning you just like, just like it did. Um, like, I'm trying to think of a hot take that I wouldn't get. The road to Eldorado Completely. Is... Ben, do you realize Gregory. that it's not your turn yet? <laughs> Shut up, Ben. Uh, Thank you, Samuel. Okay, um, we're the capital. Okay. Hot take. I guess I would say that. Oh, you're supposed to catch it. Fuck. <laughs> I don't think I have any hot takes that I can think of right now that I haven't said yet. Like. That you haven't already shared on the podcast? Yeah. Uh, hot take. I can think of one. Go ahead, Ron. You're comfortable with me sharing it? Absolutely, go ahead. Uh, your world-destroying button? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, that is... So I actually slightly went back on it, right? So uh, a while back, I, 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 I talked to my co-host, Ram, and I told him that if, if an alien civilization offered me a, a button that would end humanity for good, but it would be like a quick... like you, you, No one would even notice that they're dead. It would just be like a blink of an eye thing. No Thanos. Pain. Nope. Yeah. Th well, Thanos, you, you, you can kind of still, like, you, you can see yourself, like, turning into nothing. So that would be yeah. so that terror. Mine would be like, blink of an eye, you're gone. Yeah. Like, one moment you're there, and then the next second, like, you're gone. Yeah. Exactly. How much money is involved? There'd be, there's no money, Ben. The world is over. <laughs> <laughs> the world just died. How much money can I get when no one is even accepting money? Uh, what worse does it? Money does not have value if there aren't people if around. If you're all value. dead, you're going to have a bunch of useless pieces of paper. Man. Yeah, I'll use international currency and transfer it to aliens. To whom? No one's going to do anything. <laughs> okay. What would be the exchange rate on that? You're do you gonna, notice? No one's going to be alive to accept it. No, I'll change it to alien currency and I'll go make deals with the aliens. You don't. You don't. Alien ben. currency from human currency. You're going to get punched in the face and left for dead for even considering thinking that. An ancient alien civilization would. How do you know they're ancient? Are you assuming the alien economy? And the scenario that I'm creating, Ben? Yes. Yes. <laughs> are you assuming ben. that the scenario that you created, that the aliens are like this? Yes, Ben. I created it. <laughs> <laughs> this, this wolf movement is really uh, good. <laughs> <out. laughs> are yeah. you saying that in the book that you created, that this character is skin is red? Yes. Re yes, idiot. Yes. <laughs> is red. Yes, I am creating the book. Like these people, are like like, I, I was I was on I was on the the walk, uh, movement trail until they until this I decided to just cancel just anyone for doing anything right so like oh yeah there's gonna be a point where they're gonna want to cancel God for creating people with different colors and calling him racist because of that like <laughs> oh you created people with different colors why not just create one it 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 it, it, it I feel like that could be something why? that some why? people would do it yeah. sounds crazy it, it is crazy but people would it, do it worse. Um, so I, I thought I would just do it like, you know, like, of course, like I, I, I went back on it because I was like, like, you would press the button to uh, kill everyone instantaneously. Yeah. Why? No pain, uh, to end, uh, to end human, su human suffering because the way that we're going now, if, you know, the, the scientists are right and the world's going to slowly burn into a blaze and everyone's going to. I continue to die of hunger and get even worse across the world. And it's going to be too late because apparently the richest countries are, are going to be affected the, the 
like compared to everyone else, mm-hmm. they're going to be inf- uh, impacted the least. So the ones that are the countries that are going to fall first or last are going to be the, the richest, like highest uh, altitude uh, countries, right? Yeah. So I was thinking in terms of like, because me and Rem, we disagree, like, because I'm pro choice and, and Rem is pro life, right? Yeah. And one of the main reasons that I saw that we disagreed was that, was that Rem values quality the potential for potential for quality of life yeah i value i assign higher moral value to flourishing to maximization of flourishing gregory assigns higher moral value to the minimization of, of suffering, suffering. Mm, yeah interesting so i thought about it as like there's the fact that like would i trust an alien civilization to for me to click the button and everyone just you know that doesn't just turn into like a blaze and die slowly and painfully but like in a scenario that if, if I'm if I'm writing a book that I know the outcome is going to be a certain way and I put myself in the book and there's the button, most like more likely than not, I would gladly press the button. And and yeah, I, I think that, you know, it's like, once again, like I would only do it in a book scenario where I know the outcome would be this for, for certain. Yeah. I press the button if I got a Reese. Reese's going to break up. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, so I, if, yeah. I, if I knew there was no suffering, nothing, it would just be instantly everyone just gone, then I, in a book scenario where I control the outcome, I would do it. But I thought about in a real life scenario, if that actually happened, I most likely wouldn't because I would have to trust that, that, rate, that alien race that the button actually does what they're telling me to do. Yeah. So if there's like if there's a possibility that it won't do what, what they're saying it will do, it would actually be harmful to everyone and really painful, then I most likely wouldn't do it. But yeah. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I mean, I I, I personally, I would disagree with you on that. I would definitely not press that button. Just because like, uh, again, like what Rory said, like, you you vouch for maximization of flourishing, of flourishing, Flourishing. and and you're you're going for minimization of suffering. Yeah. So like, that's really basically the main reason that um i would not press a button just for maximization of flourishing um, they have a gun okay don't, don't that, <laughs> like they're threatening you to press the button yes then why don't they just press the button if they want to kill humanity the only, why, why? why? the world is your oyster it's not that you want to click the button or not is if they're threatening you <laughs> they bring you over to, to their ship to click a button that they can click it themselves. And the only thing that they're threatening with is a gun. Yeah. <laughs> and a Reese and a cosmic brownie. Okay, so they're threatening you with a gun, a Reese. And that's fucking food that you can buy on Earth. <laughs> yes. And humans yes. that you're about to kill, make. Oh my gosh. I, I really love to see a movie where Ben can, can like dictate everything. Oh it would be the biggest fucking shit show. It would be like scary movie on steroids. It would be the most like, you would go in there and by the time it's over, you're drooling and like your brain's mounted through your ears like a fucking mummy. I can see that happening. Hey! It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Like, I'm sorry, but come on. Like, you just said that. Okay, let's say the Ram, Ram is the last person to probably would. Uh, let's say the Ram is the last person to click that button. You think the what's stopping? Okay, so do you think what will what, what make him click that button is being threatened with a gun to his head, where alien civilization can just click the button anyway? But let's just say that no, for some reason, a human has to press it. Okay, a human has to press it. So why would he? 
click a button to kill all of humanity. If he's part of humanity, yeah! it would just kill himself <laughs> anyway. Yeah, but it's either you die or everyone dies. So you die. If, Take if, the bullet. If, if Rem is the or kind of person that values the flourishing of life, why would he save himself? It's like that railway question. Like, no, it's not. The trolley problem. Rem, what would you do? Why would I kill myself? Yeah, yeah, Why like had I to... press a button to kill myself. Yeah, it makes no shot? it makes no logical sense. Because Ben, you're saying either you die or everyone dies, including you. You're dying either way. <laughs> yeah, so do you want everyone to suffer or do you want you to suffer? But you, you, including you because you, but you just said you want to suffer the least, but there's This is a no brainer, Ben. You it would it would kind of make slightly more sense if <laughs> Either you suffer or everyone else suffers, but okay, even okay. then, okay, fine. Even orphanage that you press the button, the orphanage dies. How do we go from any <laughs> killing an orphan? <laughs> or your girlfriend dies. Your girlfriend or an orphan? Oh well, no. I don't have a girlfriend, so easy. Okay, that that one is that that one. That is that is the Ben. I said this with like the most outermost respect that I can for you on this sentence. <laughs> That is the most logical thing, probably the only logical hot take that you have given us this whole episode. <laughs> yeah. Would Would uh, you kill I, yourself or kill your significant other? I would. Wait, myself or my significant other? Yeah. Well, to answer Ben's question, uh, for me to even like someone to consider them my partner, I would have to be like in love with them, right? And I believe I'm the kind of person that like has a high standard, high standard compared to you know people that. That I know that have like the majority of people that I know. It's a high know standard that. compared to people with low standards. Mm. But I mean, to me, it's so high standards because it's like, it's, it's someone that matches, that can match my lifestyle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to me, to me, that's high standards. Um, so if I were in a love like unconditionally, and I would really have to be like in love with that person. So I would say my significant other and not the orphanage. Wait, no, you- I would save my significant other. And, and, and kill the orphanage? Oh, wow. Wait. Wait. Am I no. doing the killing? <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. You're pressing the button to either kill the orphanage or your significant other. Like, like you, like you press the left button, your significant other dies of like a heart attack or something. Oh, and I, if you I'm press the right, right, yeah. And if you press the right br- button, and the orphanage just explodes. Uh, uh, I, but I said you were. Jeez. Oh Jesus Christ, Cracker. Jeez. No. Like I said, so, like so, if. Are you saying on tape that you would kill your girlfriend over your friends? No, I thought it was diff- I thought it was a different question. I thought it was like between myself and my significant other. How about your, how about your, your significant other or an, an orphanage? Because listen, as crazy as this, as this may sound, humans, one of the humans, uh, like human minds, greatest quote unquote flaws is the selfishness. Like humans, most more likely than not, are going to choose their own priorities over anyone else's. That know? is true. Because like I don't like cause it, it can seem dark and harsh, but in a way it's like I don't know those people, so emotionally I'm gonna hurt more. I'm gonna be hurt way more in many ways if I kill if I lose someone that I love rather than lose people that I don't know. Yeah, no. That, yeah, but how can you ethically justify that? Yeah, that you just isn't. Killed, I, I you just killed a hundred children, or I, I just killed, or, or or I just killed someone yeah. that I really care about. I run away. You can't. You can't run away from the scenario. Also, yeah, but I run away. I also, get shot. You, you cannot logically explain either because, like, technically speaking, the orphanage could be worse in some people's views to like kill instead of if you're skin of another. But it's like you're either killing the person that you. Well, in my in my opinion, would be one of the people that I love the most, if not the person 
that I love the most aside from myself or people that I don't know. So like, in a, in a way I'm killing way more people. Yes. And that's bad in itself, but in another way I'm killing the person that I love the most and just by clicking a button, so, so, uh, click a button. What yeah, so from a yeah. so from a selfish emotional standpoint, that makes sense. But how could you es ethically justify that? Oh, I wouldn't like. There's no way to. It's literally the only the main drive is like you said is the selfish uh, yeah. act of just being human. I guess. Like yeah, because like logically, the best course of action is to kill your significant other because right. it's the needs of the many against the needs of the few. Absolutely. But Absolutely. like emotionally, it's just it would just be gut-wrenching just to like kill your significant oh, other obviously. and be the responsible for their death like have you it on your conscience also you wouldn't it, would it would be you would be fucked mentally either way well, either way yeah talk to either talk way. to your tell go ahead and tell your significant other i killed an orphanage to save you well you wouldn't why would you tell them that because then then you're gonna put guilt on them saying that like they're then they may feel uh they, they feel like they're the reason why everyone dies. That so is true. That secret, yeah. Obviously. Oh, it was still fuck emotionally with you. Uh, to me, it, it would definitely it wouldn't, like I, I would not like be completely fine killing an orphanage, but like I would, like I think it would be way more hurt if I killed someone that I, I literally already have the connection with. That does make sense. <laughs> ben, look what you fucking started. Yeah, thank you for asking the question, but yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but anyways, no, uh, what would you do, Samuel? Me. Yeah. Oh, geez. I don't know, man. Clearly seems like uh, we know what Ben and Ram. Would I would run away and get shot. There's no running away. You either you have to click. One you one. created this scenario, Ben. Yeah. ben there's no escape. Because, like, because, like, that only has two options. I, I, I bite the person. What would you do? I bite the person. No, Ben, you have to kill an orphanage or your significant other. I'll bite what the nose off of the person. Ben, can you stop being <laughs> the embodiment of chaos for like 10 seconds and answer this question in. Okay, a logical um, way. You don't even have to explain. Just say one or the other. See, the fact that you have to think about it justifies my reasoning even more. Because you have to think about logically versus human... Uh, emotion. Emotion. So it's yeah. logic against emotion. It so is. It's brain against heart. Pretty much. The, the only way, I'd say the only way to ethically justify saving your significant other and killing the orphanage would be if your significant other is really, you know, someone who could cure cancer or something like that, that that would be the only way to save. That would be yeah. the only way to justify like, saving one life over a hundred. If saving the one life can potentially save more than a hundred lives wait, as wait, time goes on. How would you not know that she could do that or he could do that? Yeah, way yeah. I think that, that we're okay. Well, do you? Does she have? She does she have a greater chance? to do that than the 100 kids in the orphanage combined. Okay, let's say that, uh, Sam, do you believe, uh, do you like animals and like yeah. nature and stuff? Okay, yeah. let's say that you're a significant other and, and that you, and you know this. Mm -hmm. for, some, for some reason, you just know that in the next 10 years, she's gonna save any endangered species. She's gonna bring back to like, like a healthy capacity. And, right and, and no other species would ever go extinct um, or like, yeah, so I just say that she, she would reshape the world in terms of saving animals and saving like the environment and, um, and all that, mm -hmm. uh, to, like, I guess you adjust your rams, uh, 
Yeah. So, like, to adjust the thing, what you're basically saying is, would you kill your significant? Would you uh, kill your significant other and, like, you know, pre- prevent the orphan from dying? But like, all the animals are not going to receive the cure they want. Or you kill like a hundred other people, but you know the animals are going to be saved through my significant other. Yeah, you just made a, a ridiculously hard choice, ridiculously easy. Yeah, uh, I'd. Uh, wait, 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 why? Why? I, I would be curious to understand how, in this scenario you just gave, how anyone could justify not killing the orphanage. So, I, I, I would honestly... Actually, the only way someone could justify that is if they believe that humans are inherently more valuable than which, this, this exactly uh, I, I guess I see what you're getting. I, I, found, I found a new hot take for okay. me. I actually value human lives much, much more than animal lives just because of the... Of the the pure fact of like consciousness. Are you saying animals aren't conscious? Um, not in the same way that humans are. How like, do you define c- consciousness? Uh, well, I, I see this actually more from like a religious perspective, you know, um, you know, because because uh, you know, I, 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 I'm a I'm a or at least I try to be more of a like religious person, and you know, way back in like Genesis, uh, it was there was like this whole thing where like God created. God created all the animals. God created all the plants, and that he and then he then when he went to go make humans, he made human humans in his own image. He breathed a breath of life, and he didn't do that for like any other animals. So that like, that's a fucked up mind. Are you saying and, God is a narcissist, Ben? <laughs> I'm not narcissist. Are you saying that God asked for other people's shirt for him to wear? <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. someone asked me earlier. But, okay? you know, you know one person doesn't justify the action of another. So, an orphanage yeah. or a significant other. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, actually, Ben, you, you, you're yet to answer, to answer that question. Thank you for uh, bringing it back, Samuel. Just one, one sec. <laughs> so, what would you say, Ben? Thank you very much for. I would say. Thank you that you had me. I would say the guy for that, Ben, what he knows. So, you know what? I think Ben would say this is significant other as well. So, go ahead. Say yeah. Um, between, but to like the original premise, between the significant other and the orphanage, I probably save the orphanage just because, like, of the needs and the many over needs of few. Like, even if she was, she was able to, like, um, you know, save, save all the animals because, uh, I don't know, it, it, it just feels. It's like that. It needs it of many or it needs it of few. And you should technically be saving millions, if not billions, of species or just fewer volumes of animals compared to 100 children. Yeah, mm-hmm. even even then. And, and wouldn't the billions, if not uh, millions and billions of species saved could potentially better the life for the people, for a lot of people around the world, since she would be technically also... Mm, that's a good point. Because with the reservations, you get, uh, you know, and if you get more and more reservations, you can improve air quality because more trees, uh, the more um, uh, carbon dioxide is taken from the atmosphere. Ooh. So technically, the air quality can be improved if, that, if, that, if, 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 if like the Amazon is like replenished. Uh, replenished. Um, that and, is true. And like, even if you count like one small area, the amount of indigenous people in that area could be way more than a hundred people. And like it, it could sustain food, like that even is... people that want to still eat meat, but like in a really much lower volume, they could still do that by surviving. That is true. All right. Yeah. In that case, for like the purpose of, uh, you know, the benefit that I can br- get that I can bring for, 
um, that it, for the benefits that it could could bring. In that case, yeah, I'd have to. Can't believe I'm playing. I'm saying this. I'm gonna have to blow up the orphanage. <laughs> <laughs> I made it's. I feel evil and good at the same time because I I just have to clarify and kind of change Samuel's mind. But in another way, I just made him say that he would blow up an orphanage <laughs> on live on a fucking well, not live, but in a fucking podcast. Yeah. So I, I guess I am indeed. Hey Gregory, Ben was the one who thought up the scenario. Yeah, but the like, original. Yeah, ben, like, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, you should be thanking Ben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Ben. Yeah, I, I thank Ben a lot. Uh, I, I was about to say <laughs> I have a clip of you thanking Ben three times in one sentence, and then saying, "You know, I should stop thanking Ben." <laughs> and, then th- and then I thank Ben like three seconds. Yeah. <laughs> so um, thanks for that, Ben. Yeah, thanks for that, Ben. Yeah, that was uh, really. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure you're very fun. proud of yourself. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, but you brought you brought up a conversation that led to two people saying that they would, or at least three people saying that they would blow up an orphanage. <laughs> because I because remember when, when I said that that she would like save all like the animals and all that, you said it would be almost it would be hard to justify you saving the orphanage over her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you, you technically speaking, you might. Oh, yeah. In a, in a specific scenario, orphanage. yeah. In a specific scenario, you yeah. Three fucking people say that they would blow up an orphanage. <laughs> One way or another, and they would do it. You four! 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 You made yourself say it too, man. I did. Wow, but you really shut you really shut in your own hand there. Yeah. Um, yeah, all right. Uh, all right, so. I mean, that, that was a hot take, yeah. Yeah, so. so, so so you know, uh, after this or this uh, podcast, guys, I got some PNT in the back of my car. If you wanna, you know. No. <laughs> what, what, what is the closest orphanage? Um, let me fuck? let me look that up. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, Brazilians. Well, Brazilians. I'm pro choice, and this is my choice. <laughs> not your body. That's not your body, Gregory. Oh, so when it is, is it my choice? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Ah, oh. Fucking got him, baby. You didn't get me because a fetus is still has its own body. Right, but yeah, you, but without. The Wait, Sam, are you pro life? I'm pro life. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, it usually comes with people who are Christian. They're usually pro-life. But no, yeah. yeah, which is true. But like, would you ban abortion? Like, because for me, like, yeah, I'm pro-choice. But like, I would only ban abortion after the 20 to 24 weeks because that is technically scientifically when the conscious experience begins for a fetus. I, I would, I would ban abortion in like all phases. So even, same, so like 100. percent In all phases, so even if the woman would. In all phases, I said, in very specific scenarios, I think it's ethically justifiable. For instance, if the mother had a high likelihood to die if she goes through with it. Now, if the baby survived, if you know that the baby would survive, but the mother would, would you still? I, I, I honestly, would probably save, save the baby, honestly. Because like most mothers that I've seen would give their lives for their babies. So and no, in that specific scenario, I I'd say give the choice to the mother. I think that seems the most reasonable thing to do. Right. Because, because like, on the one hand, you could say save the child because it has more life ahead of it potentially, but at the same time, the mother, depending on her age, may actually have a higher likelihood for more life ahead of her because 
uh, I think, I mean, infant mortality is obviously not nearly as high as it was ages ago, but yeah, you're still more that. likely to die between the ages of zero and five than like between the ages of five and 35. Which makes sense because on between zero and five is when your immune system is like at its weakest. Or but at the same time, using that to save the mother against her own will. Right. No, yeah. Like at that point, if, if the mother knows that she's probably going to die, but wants to have the child safely, if that's a possibility and she chooses to do that, then yeah, that's, that's Yeah, so in that very specific scenario, I'm 100% pro-choice. Right. Okay. No, that's, that's fair. Now, I mean, yeah, uh, we already gone through this rodeo, but, and then we did end up agreeing that, like, we set up for a middle ground where, you know, if we were running a country together, we wouldn't make abortions completely illegal. But what we would do is make it easier for women to like get surgeries, like tying their tubes. Because like I've heard so many stories of like women that are like over the age of thirty-five, which is when like the the possibility of having kids like drops significantly. So yeah. They they go to the doctors, and the doctors still tell them that they cannot get their tubes tied because they still have a chance of having kids. Uh, me as a twenty-one-year-old, call the doctor told them how old I was. They're like, oh, isn't that too young? I'm like, no. They're like, oh, okay, um, here's the appointment. And I got a, a, a vasectomy. So I'm just like, this is Yeah, in instances like that, I'm obviously 100% pro-choice because you, there's no other, other life that we're dealing with. It's just your own body. No, you're right, but I'm saying like that we would agree that we would make it easier for women to... Oh yeah, contraceptive like, methods, things yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. Like, we would make like a like a countrywide sexual education, like at least like a, a if, if there's good evidence that that decreases uh, the I number mean, of unwanted pregnancies. Don't you think it, it, it can even like just logically speaking, it, it can do that anyway, because like, because I mean, we could assume, but there are so many, it seems like a very complicated matter. I'd rather not assume it will have one effect or another without the evidence. So there may already be evidence out there that's saying what you're saying. I just don't know. Right. But hmm. did you know that like I researched recently, I think it's either 11 or 16, 11 or 16 states have a, a, uh, a recommended or a, uh, a church. What are you talking about? Um, <laughs> just church. Um, okay, so like it was like 11, only 11 states or 16 states out of the 50 have guidelines or like mandatory sexual education, just like, and, and the only, and the only baseline for that is that the evidence that the people use have to be scientifically, uh, backed mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on any other state. It's either. And do those specific states have, um, lower rates of unwanted pregnancies or have the rates dropped since they implemented these programs? No, that is a good question. And I probably, that, that's what I'm saying. Like we can assume all we want, but when it's such a complex matter, it's best not to yeah. assume without the evidence. Let me, I'm, I'm going to actually uh, look it up right now, but the, one of the main reasons why I'm pro-choice is because of how hard it is for not only women to get their tube side and make it, uh, you know, pretty much just save a potential abortion. Like the thing I have against pro-life people, like most uh, pro-life people, not uh, necessarily YouTube, is that they're usually Republicans, right? Uh, or, or Christians or, you know, both or whatever. You have, you have um, something against them because they're Republicans? No, but let me uh, would you, would, would, would you like to say that closer to the mic, please? 
Absolutely. Thank you, Samuel. No, but like, so once again, if I could finish my sentence and then he, and then he, he can criticize it, you know, uh, I, 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 I will thank Ben for not doing that once at uh, this episode. You're right. <laughs> you should know better. Um, <laughs> so I was saying that most Republicans, you know, would be pro-life. But the thing is, it's kind of, I find many of them pretty stupid because they, 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 they are, okay, you're pro-life, whatever, that's fine. But then you are, you make laws and you pass uh, for a good chunk of it. You make things harder for women to get their tubes tied or you make um, certain things for women to avoid even getting pregnant harder. Because like in, in Canada, in many parts in Europe, you can get like birth control pills or whatever for free, just mm. either for free or you can just uh, go to the pharmacy and get it like over the counter. Here you have to get fucking doctor appointment and then the doctor would have to let you have it if he thinks that you that you know like if, if he doesn't want you to go get it because he thinks that you might change your mind or whatever yeah he, he can literally stop you from getting it. so it's like you're bitching about a problem while not exactly trying to deal with the like you're, you're bitching about a problem bitching about the symptom while not focusing on the cause for it yeah you know I, mean? I, I do i did get more or less what you're saying but i think it's like that's more more so like a uh, a policy thing in terms of like because like Republicans what what usually they they want is for government to be like less involved mm-hmm. like less government involvement and that includes like uh, not giving that not giving them as much funding in order to decrease taxes for like the rest of the people and so in order to decrease the, the, the so since they're decreasing those taxes they have to make some cuts you know cuts in their spending. And the, and stuff like that might like trying to like giving three birth three free birth pill uh, birth control pills uh, that stuff stuff costs money and oh, um, yeah absolutely yeah so like that's like one of the many things that that they would like have to cut because like it, it it's all like uh, a kind of thing where it's like um uh what what what, do, what must we need like what's the most the thing that has like the greatest priority and what are the things that are a bit less important that we need to cut oh, out yeah, for okay. budgetary yeah, reasons. Like I absolutely think that there, in terms of like logically speaking, there are things better to focus on than that. Mm-hmm. But if you're gonna be so strongly like pro-life and not even like to me, it, it, it it's kind of like you know how, how people say that um, oh you know uh, w- women in the NBA should be getting paid or like the WNBA should be getting paid as much as like the NBA, even though the 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 WNBA, fun fact, is one of the only business in the world that loses money every year and still continues to go on. Like, yeah, like people like complain how there's like, oh, you know, uh, they get paid like almost nothing, but they lose a hundred million dollars every year because people just don't watch that stuff. Because yeah, people, people don't like, like, that. They don't people watch don't watch the WNBA because the WNBA is. I feel like it's kind of a thing for like to try to make. Uh, uh, to like involve women in sports that's good in, in in theory but in practice most women aren't really as invested in sports as men are right which which shows by the sheer fact of like numbers and uh, like revenue in general like yeah if you're losing money every year and the only reason why they're still up while losing money is because the nba covers that cost for them. yeah it's basically like a sunk cost uh, like like a thing that they're doing more to like pr- more so to like promote 
you know, pr uh, promote like diversity. Wait. Yeah, which is fine, but don't don't go up and saying that they should be getting paid as much as men who get those views, who get the money. Like if women were getting more views than men, they should be getting paid more. But if men are the ones getting more views, and I think like whoever brings in the, it's a business. Yeah, whoever it is a business. Most, but whoever brings the most money should get paid the most. Yeah, that makes sense. So I get what you two are saying, but I think it's not necessarily so much that female athletes aren't as invested as male athletes. I think it's more of a cultural thing. People go to watch men's sports, not so much. You know, like women and men go to watch men's sports, not so much go to watch women's sports. So I what sports? That, that, think that's that more sense. of a cultural. I think it's more of a cultural thing. Why the in this case the NBA or NBA, the National Basketball Association, yeah. is gets more revenue than the Women's mm -hmm. National Basketball oh, yeah. Association. Yeah. Like, it, for like on the beginning is I think it's culture because that, that's what there used to be most of, you know, uh, mostly men's sports, like women's sports. I'm pretty sure like at least for the most part came like, like a little bit after, you know? So I think that's one of the reasons why it's culturally cemented like that. But in a way you're still agreeing that the men, the men's sports get more views usually. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a, a matter of opinion. That's just fact, yeah. statistics. Yeah, exactly. So, and I, that's why I'm, I'm just, that's what I'm saying. Like, like whoever brings, I don't care what gender it is, whoever brings in the most money should get paid. Like, that's just how business works. Like, I don't know. I, I think professional athletes are overpaid in general. At least oh, the I mean, very absolutely. the very top of the top are overpaid. No, uh, yeah. I, I will say that definitely they're definitely but it, overpaid. Yeah. But to be fair, once again, like they bring in that much money that's why they're paid that much yeah it's kind of like the supply and demand thing they're like way way in demand so you know in order for them to deal with that demand they have to like raise their prices in order for them to like get the best person yeah, yeah. and like if one, if one player is like if messi is selling like a million shirts in like a month or something and he's like he's getting people to like uh watch his games to like watch his highlights on youtube that's the man for him and people want him to be like people see his face and they, and they recognize him and that's why people put him in ads for like for like nike because it helps sell like one way or another it helps sell and, and when you're like selling that much for a company and you don't get paid at least a good, decent cut of it it's kind of like i definitely agree that they're overpaid but they're overpaid for a reason yeah you know what i mean now now is it like uh like for from us from like an outside view we like they're not they don't make that they don't make that money all that money simply because they're just really good at soccer like Messi, of course he's re he's a really good soccer player but like in terms no, at of a certain like, point it, you're it, making it, the money because of name recognition yeah exactly. you, you're, ma you're right. making the money more out of re name recognition rather than just your your pure skills yeah like ads and ads uh, yeah sales revenue yeah it's literally a business yeah and that's what i think more many people don't get but like <laughs> back to my point about the pro life and pro choice thing um, what a tangent what <laughs> welcome to the off the rose podcast my friend <laughs> um no like for me it's just like to me it seems a bit like hypocritical to like it makes sense like you know when you cut taxes you have less to support and there are bigger quote-unquote priorities but i definitely think if you're gonna be against abortions that's fine, but at least make it easier for women not to even have the uh, 
event where they would have to get one. Like, of course, like even with contraceptions, even with the birth control, pill, it could still happen. But I can, I, I'll, I'll put my line, I'll put like all my money on it that if you make uh, birth control methods as easy as it is in like Canada and in other countries in Europe, the need for an a abortion would decrease immensely because with with less pregnancies, there's obviously going to be less abortions. Can yeah. we always agree on? That. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's why, like, when I asked him, like, would you like if me and you were governing a country and we had to like settle down on something, we agreed that it would be legal on like a certain at a certain time, not because you lie, not because you want it, but because you understand that humans would, you know, for to uh, to govern, if you were a democratic society, you would have to kind of like. Yeah, we agreed that if if it's the people's will, that uh, ultimately democracy is more important for the greater good of humanity in the long run and society as well yeah, yeah exactly and that's why I, we were able to respect each other and come down to the resolution of like i asked you like even if we were to make abortions illegal which i if we were governing together completely i would definitely not agree with but you you did say that you would make like things like uh any birth control methods and um even sexual education, even if it doesn't really help that much, would you say that it's still something good for people to know? Like I, again, I, I need to see the specific. I need to see the specific evidence on that oh, topic. Yeah, and I completely forgot to, to look that up. Yeah, um, I mean, gen, gen, like uh, I'd assume, I'd assume that like if people have like sexual sex ed on like this kind of stuff, um, they would be more conscious about it. Though. Um, it, it's kind of weird for me to say specifically, cause, um, cause you know, me, 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 being a Christian and all, I actually don't, uh, I don't really approve of like, uh, sex before marriage anyways. So that's like a, a whole other can of worms kind of thing. Uh, you know, but. Yeah. Which I mean, like at that point it's, it's, uh, it's more in terms of like values and I have like nothing against or nothing for it. It's just like your personal views and. To me, it's like you can believe in what whatever you want, just don't enforce it on people that don't believe in it. Yeah. Like if if someone is Christian or atheist or whatever, it's fine. But if they're trying to make me one, even though I don't want to, then I don't care what religion or whatever you are. Yeah. Cause like that. Asshole. Cause like that's the, the 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 thing about like cause like we obviously do want to like we as Christians obviously do want to spread the good word of God, but um you know. It, it gets to a point where, like, if you keep pushing it too much, it just becomes counterproductive. Like, they might actually grow resentment towards Christianity. Right. We oh, yeah, know. absolutely. And that goes for more than just religion, any kind of uh, ethical philosophy. Or just anything like that. It's, it's better to just set an example and be subtle and, you know, explain things when they're asked of you rather than try and, uh, try and force things on others you know same thing with my veganism there are a lot of vegans who try and you know force their ethical beliefs on others and it ends up being counterproductive so like i said i think it's the most effective way if the end goal is to uh get others to be more on the side of on the side of our viewpoint i guess is to just set a good example be subtle and ask answer questions when asked yeah I, I I agree 100%. And so I found something from the uh, ACOG.org. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but it, it's a credible source. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, that sounds. I, I don't know what it is, no, but no, it's like, credible. Like, I mean, like the, Trust uh, me. Oh, sorry. It's the Comprehensive Sexual Education. Uh, that's the ACOG. Um, I thought for sure. Studies have demonstrated that comprehensive sexual sexuality education programs reduce the rates of sexual activity, sexual risk behaviors, um, number of partners, and unprotected intercourse, sexually transmitted infections, and adolescent pregnancy. Because it makes sense. Because like. Yeah, so I guess if that's accurate, which I have no reason to doubt at this moment, then I agree with what you were saying earlier. Yeah, so yeah. Like sex ed, uh, make, like if a woman wants to, like if they're 21 and they want to get their tubes tied or a vasectomy, let them do it. Um, you know, and yeah, I think that's that's pretty much what I would do. But like as of right now, with the way things are, how hard it is for women to get their tubes tied and how hard it is for them to even get like uh, birth control. And I think just the amount, I think the... the I think I read this somewhere uh, when I was doing some school research with like Google Scholar or whatever I was using that more, there's more funds towards men, um, like contraceptive contraceptives for men over women. Like the budget is is higher for men. It's higher for men, or like at least it's more focused. It's something like that. I think it was like seventy one. Isn't it? Isn't it because it's generally like um, uh, easier for to make contraceptives for men? Uh, yeah, that probably plays a pretty big role. It is probably easier for men to get contraception, but like in terms of like because uh, I, I, I've had a, a lot of female friends in my life, and many of them say how much of a bitch it is to like use um, birth control, like how much it fucks you up, like your body up yeah because like that's the thing like for like for like for women it's it's like it's like it has like a really uh, a huge load like side of nasty side effects we have what we have condom we have uh isn't there like a pill as well dude i I was literally thinking about i think there either there is one or or there may (laughs) wait what did he say he said fucking viagra as a birth control map but I like how, I like how you reply for thirty minutes, and then the first thing that you contribute with is Viagra as a form of birth control. Can okay. I throw this bottle at him? Um, yes. Okay. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna type it up on my Google Chrome thing so I can remember to put this on the title. Uh, Viagra as birth control. <laughs> ben, I'm telling you, Ben has the stupidest taste. Like if, if we ask him for a hot take on the spot, he's like water. Hot water burned, but then if we're talking normally, he, he puts his fucking like Albert Einstein fucking cap on. He's like, um, oh, it Viagra is, is a good way to uh, prevent uh, pregnancies. And what about, uh, would you rather blow up an orphanage or kill your significant other? Like Ben, how 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 does your brain cells only work when other people are talking? Ben, Ben would be like a Donald Trump of like a debate in 2016, but every time he interrupts, he makes like the best points he ever could. No, ben, wait, wait. The, so he would he would be the Juma Rousseff, I, I, the president. <laughs> for Brazilian politics, you want to get into that? Yeah. Like, oh, for those of you who don't know, Juma Rousseff uh, was was the president of Brazil uh, in like 2012, I think, and sure. she she was notorious for having a lot of. Interesting speeches, including having a haircut that costs like well, like a three hundred dollars or something like that. Wait, really? 
Oh, you didn't know that? Oh, I didn't know that. Only 300, Gregory? Oh, man. We got to get into that. Uh, the next I would be surprised if it weren't 3,000. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it probably is, uh, you know, it, if she, you know, has a good amount of stealing money from the people. Yeah, 